crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This, this is the Reek Havoc Podcast. Oh man, that is so much cooler now to get to see you do what you do pretty much everything for four seasons now going damn near into our fifth season every time the when you're wearing a headset and you hear the wreak havoc podcast it goes back and forth between your ears and you shake your head every time you see it or it does it like i don't know how many episodes i should count up how many episodes we have now but yeah you do it because we did talk about on the last episode we talked about that uh jody by the way i'm trevor hi trevor hi this is Jody, who you guys can't see either, but, but we yeah. can see him this time. Yeah. But we can see him. I like it. The girl boss yeah, uh, can yeah. see him. We actually made a joke on the last episode that we were going to bring like a, a, a fat head and mm-hmm. set it up so that because it felt so weird to do it remotely over the phone and not be see your face. So this time we figured out technology, and I say we, I mean you figured out technology. Jody did. Jody figured out technology, and we're FaceTiming, so we get yeah. to see you, and we're all actually talking to our smiling faces yeah we'll That's see how well it works we'll see if your guys's internet keeps up with my <laughs> handsome face right we'll see if satellite it will see we'll see what uh, elon musk's uh satellite internet can do come on well, elon yeah you know it you is snowing it. here so it is snowing but our but oh, our dish is heated so it is, it's okay it is. Heated this, you got all fancy. No, that's how Elon does it. It, mm-hmm. it follows the satellites, it moves, it's like a robot, and it also gets heated when it feels snow or moisture on it, so it melts the snow wow. off. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. So, anyways, uh, we are doing this episode. Are we coming off? We actually um, talking about our off air here, talking about what we wanted to do topic wise and stuff. And I, I had a topic that I slated to talk about and then realized that. I think it's going to mesh pretty well. I want to talk about an article I read uh, on LinkedIn today that was talking about how in, it was actually an Indeed report saying that there was a huge decrease in um, 25% decrease in online or uh, remote, remote working jobs, workers, yeah. right? So, so basically they're seeing a, the, the, it's a switching, the pendulum swung back. They're going to hiring live workers and that may be causing part of the shortages we're having because a lot of people are still loving this working from home in their pajamas thing. Uh, and, and it's, so it's an interesting concept because we talked about it on uh, an episode a long time ago. Like, is this going to stay? Is this the new norm? Will it ever swing back? You know, we talked about that and now we're living it. Um, but also transitioning to what we said in the last episode where we talked about, we're going to another show in Vegas. Yeah. So we just got back from the international now, builder. How, how show. was it? Yeah. Give me the report. Uh, it, it was a long show. It was a good show. That record-breaking attendance. So, like walking around the show, it was extremely over, crowded. Yeah, two hundred thousand people. They've never had over one hundred fifty, and they had over two hundred thousand people Holy again Holy. in person. Yes, not remote, okay. in person. And and just bigger, better booths. Um, and and the people in the in the booths, like there was very. Oh, you said rare. booths. Booths, not Bo- booths. Okay, not boobs. I thought you said something <laughs> better. <laughs> Like it is Vegas. They were great. Uh, it is Vegas. Uh, it is. Oh, yeah. booths. Oh, the booths were good too. Yeah, the, the booths were the nice. The vendors had better displays at this one. How about that? Yeah, which is what I, I kind of alluded to in the last one. I wanted to see, and it was it was very true. I think a lot of the same vendors we saw at the last show may have brought their B team 
to the, to the last show, you know, mm-hmm. to the world of concrete, a little bit smaller show. Um, this was, and, and, and like I said, if you're at the world of concrete, you know, concrete, right? So you don't have to have your best sales guy to sell concrete stuff here at the builder show. The same people had to be convincing people that were not in the concrete business to why to use concrete or what they, what's good about it. So they right. definitely saw the A team or, or you're even looking at, at appliances or plumbing fixtures or whatever. And, and you're convincing somebody to switch from something that they already know to something right. they don't know. Totally different sales, and yeah. it's it's and and even just from the booth standpoint, a couple of the booths that we went to specifically at both of uh, shows, one had kind of a mediocre small booth that the say at World of Concrete with just a few things in it had like a twenty by twenty booth at the Builder Show with a big mm-hmm. stand and a, you know twenty foot mm-hmm. or ten foot tall you know signage and all this. It was just amazing to see how they stepped it up for the bigger show. Um, and, and really kind of contradicted what I, my complaints were about the last show, which was guys just sitting in a booth, not approaching us. What was, uh, the attendance on that last show you think? Uh, so, world oh, of concrete. I don't know. I'm going to Google we'll, it. We'll Google it. We'll figure it out. But it's that, that is interesting to think, um, because it, it's definitely a smaller show. I mean, it seems very yeah. packed. I think where we really saw the difference, uh, is where you're inconvenienced and that is in transportation. The difference from <laughs> right. week to week, going a week, one week there, one show, one week, another show, and we could walk right up to the tram line, and yeah, there was a little bit of a line, but within a few minutes, you were on the tram and headed back to the hotel. This was with 200,000 people there, all trying to ride the tram or get on the Uber or on a bus or That's on a crazy. taxi. Yeah. We were lined. It was an hour and a half wait to get on the tram. Wow. Um, yeah, it, and then and and then the tram sometimes just yeah they were having work. trouble with the tram not working and it, and it was awful then getting an uber it was awful but um so i just googled uh world of concrete 2023 attendance so they had uh, 60,000 around 60,000 registered attendees and over 1500 exhibitors so they don't count the people working in the booth but they had sure. a, a, around 60,000 registered attendees yeah so 60,000 versus 200,000 yeah that's more. The, the two hundred is more. Yeah, but they were talking. They you know, and it was kind of a question because two years ago, you know, the talk was you know they canceled IBS and the the were mm-hmm. the, the question was, will it ever come back? Will people ever go back to in person <laughs> trade shows or because they did make it virtual where you could go online and you could just you could virtually cruise the, the show right? Well, you could take the <clears throat> classes online. You could go to the meetings online. You like they were they were trying to still get business done. Um, right. But well, that they was did the, the best they could. Yeah. <clears throat> but it was interesting to think sense. that there was, excuse me, there was actual concern of, will we ever go back to an in-person trade show? And then to come back in, in less than two years, be at a record of how many people right. came to the trade show. Well, and I think that's a good example of like, we always talk about the market will tell you. The market will tell you if remote workers is going to work. The market will tell you if it's going to be a, a what's going to be more successful, virtual or in person. I mean, all the stuff that we did as an advertising agency that was virtual galas and stuff like that, all of it has switched back to in person huge events. And I, I've gotten to go to a couple of them, and they're, I mean, they're massive, but it's such a different experience. I mean, it just doesn't compare. Is that, you know, and that's that pendulum swing we talk about, you know, right. that it's right. almost everything in life is a pendulum swing. And, and for the most part, you're going to, it swings one way, it swings back the other. And, and you got to have faith in that sometimes that like as crazy as the world gets, it's going to come back that's the other hard, way at some times, you know, but, um, but they literally um, to see 
<laughs> to see the people showing up in that in in those amount because here's the other thing like that people were muddling about is like you were talking about is in a in a up when builders are not having trouble selling houses like they really don't need to learn anything new they really don't need to do anything like you can shit in a box and put a for sale sign in it and sell it for 20 you know percent over asking and you know and yeah there's been some things with the interest rates and stuff but for the most part it has not slowed down um builders are still selling as many as they want to build um and they still came out to the show. I mean, it's like you'd think, like, nah, I don't need to. I don't need to sell any houses. Or I'm not going to spend all the money to go to Vegas. Um, no, they were still there. Um, it was interesting. I had said on the last episode that we uh, um, we were in different roles. We were actually going to uh, national meetings, um, and so we got to go uh, and and go into you know. I I actually was our state delegate, so I got to go do voting and stuff, which was really interesting. I got to just. Um, sit in a room with people from all over the country and hear what they're going through the same thing we're going through and you know I really did expect it to be super boring I expected to be kind of like oh my god I hope I can just stay awake I loved it it was great like I mean we had such great conversations between people like because there's real things out there affecting which you know the associate or the supply chain side of things which is what I'm on right so in the rooms I'm in are other supply chain people and they're all talking about like how it's affecting them and it was really cool to to get to kind of bounce ideas off different people from all over the country and and see that um maybe the highlight of the whole show was we got to see Mike Rowe oh that was so awesome dirty jobs Mike Rowe and he was phenomenal let's get him on the podcast he was great He was great, dude. That guy, he's got some stories, and he he was the opening speaker uh, for the for the whole show, and and we got up early and busted our ass over there, so we got a good seat, and we ended up getting really really good seats up close, and and got to hear him speak, and boy, he um his his passion about people being in the trades, and and especially young kids being in the trades, is awesome. Like he is all about like he does not like this stereotype of if you're in the trade, you're that's a secondary, you know, prize. Right. That's that's getting second place or third place or, you know, that's a participation trophy if you have to go to the trades. And, and he loves it. He had <clears throat> I wish I had all the stats because he had some great stats did, on like the percentage of kids and how much money they're making and, and what percentage percentile of the income level they're in coming right out of a trade school they're they're jumping into the upper portion you know upper percentiles of income uh level now and and just how the tide shifted again pendulum swung back right and everyone's got a theology degree and uh they're they're making (laughs) you know twelve dollars serving starbucks you know and you got the kid who you know spent two years of the trade school and he's making a hundred grand did you see the legislation that California was trying to pass to raise the minimum wage at restaurants to twenty two dollars yes. an hour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was like California, wow. uh, California. Anyone home? Yeah, <laughs> you guys. That's not a good idea. And like, you got McDonald's going. Um, yeah, that's that's not going to work for us. Yeah, we'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll leave. But again, it goes back to that same thing. Talk to the market. Let the market tell you. Listen to the market. Yeah, it has things. It has things to say that are important to listen to, and I, you know, I love it. Like I, I feel like all, all of these things, you know, are put a smile on my face because it's something that I'm, uh, you know, I'm passionate about the in-person sales. That's what I do best. That's like, I mean, I, right. I can, I can sit here. In the last few years, I've really honed a lot of my 
you know, over the phone type skills, but I'm still the best in that trade show situation or in a personal uh, meeting or, I mean, that's, that's where I do my best work. Put me, put me in front of people, put me in front of a room, put me in a meeting, put me at a trade show booth, you know, that's where I need to be to do my best work. And so for me to see that, you know, even Indeed and, and LinkedIn and these people coming back and saying, yeah, it's not just you, everyone's wanting that now. And it's going to change the skill set. You're not going to have, you know, these kind yeah, of shitty customer service people that we've been dealing with forever when you try to call into some place and, you know, there's some person doesn't give a shit about you. Know, it's like that's that's going away. I'd be curious to see the demographic breakdown on that study as well, because I know the January jobs number was really high, they, that it turned a lot of heads as to the amount of jump of jobs added. So right. I'd be curious to see what sectors were those jobs added? Were they remote workers? Were they in-person workers? But we, uh, the agency that I work at, we decided to go back to in-person stuff. Well, it's been probably a year now, but still kind of implementing a little bit of the work from home stuff, just because we have a few guys that are, are remote, but um a very conscious decision that we get the best collaboration, the best energy, the best um, look in a, a creative environment makes a big difference. Brother. Yeah, we just yeah, had we... our first little skip there, but oh, was that skipping? Just, just a little one little bit there, yeah. But I think it we got the. Was it sounding like it, I so. was rapping? Like er, 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 no, that would be cool. That, that would have been cool, yeah. but no. No, yeah. I just stopped no. and went. But it was we got it. It was and, and it's pretty good. Everything else is going well. <laughs> no, there's. Oh, hey, this is how we learn. How this is how we grow and learn together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. And I think that there's a there's a time and a place, even moving forward, for working from home and also coming into the office. I know, like with our drafting company. Um, oh, that's a great example. The yeah. the girls like we're we've got one in North Dakota, one is in Boise, one is in Montana, and and then you know I'm up here in, in McCall, and when we all come together, it's great. But even when the girls are working remotely, uh, they're still on video chat together all day long while they're working on stuff, so that they have that interaction. And then it's it's really funny because they're super productive when they're at home. But then you get them into an office and the creativity when they're mm. all together is is just amazing. And, and they come up with the right. greatest things. And, and then they would just work together so well. I would, that, that collaborative energy is you, you can't replace it. No, well, it, it was you just it, can't. that. I mean, you kind of brushed over it, but that was something that I, I thought about when I heard them say that we were in Vegas and they they were talking about it. And I thought, God, I can bring that up on the podcast. That was the fact that they told us because we don't know what they're doing all day we they told us that they are on zoom even when they're not in a meeting they keep each other pulled up on their screens all day mm-hmm. so like literally she goes and gets coffee she goes and feeds the dogs like like there's an interaction to where like <laughs> emma was funny. saying yeah. like 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 one of the girls was, was you know saying yeah and whitney you know the other day and her cat jumped up on the thing and we were talking, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, like, like it's just like they're in the office kind of virtually. Like, but what it told me was, is that's that yearning that people yearn to be with other people in it. You know? So, I mean, this remote and it, it ties into this number that we're talking about. People 
are yearning to be in a room with somebody. Like, yeah, there's a coolness to, yeah, I work in my, my commute is 15 seconds from my coffee pot to my office and, you know, my bed to my uh-huh. coffee pot to my, and everybody jokes about it. And uh, I get to work in a, you know, in, in my pajama pants. And, you know, sometimes I have to put a collared shirt on, you know, and wear my slippers or whatever, you know, on the zoom call, but like, and, and it kind of, you know, it, I think it's run its course. I, I, I really think, and here we're talking about millennials. Like we're talking about two girls in their, you know, mid upper twenties that are trying to have human interaction all day long via the computer because they, they miss it. And then when we do get them together, it's fireworks. Like they're, they're great. Like it's, it's, it's works. Cause we fly her into town. Uh, uh, we fly them into town once a month, right? Once yeah. a month. Yeah. And we fly them in. And when they have those once a month meetings, all the stuff just really happens, you know? So, I mean, there's just a lot to be said for this, like, there is, and I think that that's part of why it was so great at the Builder Show, is like we were going in there, and and you know you you got the salespeople that are in the booths, and they're excited to see people because I think for the past few years it's been sporadic, and they haven't got that interaction. Yeah, depending on what part of the country you're in, yeah. there was a long time where they wouldn't even allow a salesperson into a place. You know, they're like, you could not come here. <laughs> so like, it's crazy. So if you're a guy like me that just thrives on that, you know, personal sales, that in-person sales, live person sales, then you're jon- jonesing to get that interaction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and last year at the trade show was obviously we were all back. I mean, I was working that show and it was busy. It was biz. Um, but, um, it was in Orlando, which was different. People don't travel to Orlando like they travel to Vegas. So um, they've now actually made that show that's going to be permanently in Vegas now because uh, people just kind of complained. It used to rotate every couple of years to out to Orlando, but um, now they're just like, no, we're going to go in there. But <clears throat> just the idea that people have to, they want that interaction. Like they, mm-hmm. and, and there's just certain ways you can show us a product. And like Jody's always said, you said the same thing, like about, you know, just certain things are tangible. You have to put your hands on it. Right. Like, I mean, right. Hard to sell it. I mean, even, even as a marketing guy, you're like, okay, how do we get this across and make, you know, but it's really putting something in somebody's hands, is a whole different type of sales. Or, I mean, I mean, you can, you can show them, but I mean, even that has its levels. Like I'm working on a, a TV commercial where they're selling a, a specific customized new F-150 with a six-inch lift and 35s and blah, 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 blah. It's one thing to say all that, but for a TV commercial, if I'm not showing it, right, it's understanding the medium of what I'm doing. Right. And there's some of that stuff that you guys were talking about that that's a three-dimensional medium that you have to get your hands on. You got to feel it. You got to see how it's made and and – and look at it and know, I mean, you can tell, is it garbage or is it quality? It's, it's understanding the context of the medium that you're working in. Huge in construction. I mean, think about that. Like yeah. the durability and strength is everything in construction. So if I see a picture of something, say a bracket or a, you know, anything, I mean, we use insulated concrete forms. There's some forms that if I see it, I don't know. I've put my hands on it. I'm like, this thing's rickety. I, but mm-hmm. then there were some that I went and I'm like, yeah, I want to see that in person. I felt it. I'm like, oh, it's actually a pretty nice block. But I would never know that by looking at it on TV kind of deal. And so, well, yeah, construction industry especially. Same thing is true. Like I specifically wanted to go see this certain uh, appliance booth because all of a sudden oh, yeah. I've been getting hit up with emails about this new appliance brand. And I had never seen it. And so I'm like, well... It's got a really good price point. It has availability. My clients don't have to wait 10 months for it. 
And that's an opportunity for that brand. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. And then their slogan, their slogan was, uh, uh, what was it? It was a pro cooking tip. Never cook bacon don't, naked. And don't cook bacon naked. <laughs> <laughs> and they were handing out bags that said that. I mean, and so I got to go in there and I could look at their, you know, their starter home stuff. They even had stuff like apartment size, which yeah. you don't find that a lot anymore. But think about that picture of an oven versus opening the door on an oven or picture of a refrigerator that looks cool. But we went to another booth. I don't remember what it was. I can't remember the name of the, but we. I remember the bad one. We'll we'll shout out the good one was Thor. Thor, It's a newer, a new company out called Thor Appliances. Hmm. Um, We were super impressed with them, but um, we'd seen them, but we're like, yeah, how good are they? Because we went to another booth that looked good on online and we opened the doors and I'm like, I wouldn't even put this in my booth. Like, and this is a horrible sales thing because I mean, you'd open the refrigerator (laughs) door and it felt like it was going to come off. Like it just didn't feel strong. Well, I went around opening all the other ones. I thought, oh, maybe this one's damaged because you know there's 200,000 people walking around opening these refrigerator doors so let's check these other ones and every single one was like that but they're their dishwashers felt like that their ovens felt like that and it was like this is actually a anti-sales pitch like having these here like you'd be better off to not have these here just did damage to your brand (laughs) yeah because once I touched it I'm like I'd never buy these yeah, but it was it was cool for me just to go and be able to put my hands on it. Same thing with plumbing fixtures and looking at light fixtures. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we're designing stuff and we're looking at it, like I, I could go with, you know, what is the most expensive or what is the cheapest or, you know, whatever. But I want to have an understanding of what the product looks and feels like before I try to sell my client on it. Yeah, I think you just hit on something that I think is a really – cool thing for new or up and coming brands in all sectors is the ability to now get into a conversation that was really hard to get into because you've got a, uh, I'm assuming you've got a decent quality product, but you have availability. Mm -hmm. I mean, now all of the sudden you're going to be in consideration for a decision for a contractor or a homeowner or whoever, where you might not have been even part of the conversation because I go with the well-branded names that I know. I mean, it's it's a massive opportunity for new brands out there to really make a splash, to to get some name recognition out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's people that are leveraging shows like that. You're in front of 200,000 people to make an impression. Oh, yeah. And, and the, the targeted marketing beforehand, I think, you know, it was it was key sending it out and, and you know, mm-hmm. seeing that and then searching them out specifically like. Yeah, we beelined it because we, we weren't <laughs> going to see the whole show. And she was like, we're not leaving without going to the Thor booth. And they had done a good job of putting out marketing saying, come see us at the, you know, at the builder show. Um, we're in booth number XYZ, and that's why she knew they were there. So, again, mm-hmm. in person, not virtual, not sending out an email, but they sent out an email that says, come see us in person. You know, kind, kind of using both, right? It's the way of, like, double right. dipping. It's well, like that's, virtual that's leading marketing. to a uh, hands-on, you know? Yeah, that, that's that's the beauty of being in front of something. I'll, I'll give you a great example of something that we're working on right now. That's we're, We have a press conference tomorrow for um the company that owns i don't know if it's necessarily parker brothers but um so the monopoly game monopoly right right? yeah they're doing city specific monopoly games so they're doing a boise version of monopoly it's like (laughs) all the roads will be road names from boise so they'll be sites from around boise so what they're doing this is brilliant 
is they are doing a press conference tomorrow. Yours truly will be dressed up as the Monopoly Man. I will be mascotting. Oh my gosh, that's going to be perfect. I can't wait to see tomorrow. This. So, but we've got that. We're doing the press conference, and then I'm handing out Monopoly money with, and we've got all kinds of signage and stuff with a QR code on the back that has an email that you can send recommendations for the actual game. So they don't have everything all totally final. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're going to do, so they, they're going to take recommendations, make a short list, and then choose from that short list. Then the official game launch will be in October. That's But genius. that whole planning ahead on all that stuff. So just, just today really started kind of getting some activity on the news. And there's, there's a bunch of stories that people jumped on it before we even did the press or press conference on it. So there was uh, Boise Dev put an article out and KIVI put an article out. So, but that planning ahead, like Thor did a great job on that of priming the pump to get you to come see their thing. Cause they know they, now they're in the conversation yeah, right? where they weren't before. Exactly. Well, and putting, it's putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. They, they've, they've, they got the virtual out correctly so that you saw it. They told you to come and see it. You put your hands on it, and the friggin' proof was in the pudding. You know, because that's the other thing that you can have these things all great, but if it's dog shit when you touch yeah. it, then right. we wouldn't go with it, right? So now, so it's like, hey, we're we're you know, come and see us. We touch it; it feels good. And then they're like, oh, and we're in stock, ready to go. We can ship right now. And we'd already we're already ordering a name brand uh, through through you know another supplier, and that's back ordered. Oh, well, there right. the door just opened, and guess what? Now Thor's getting a shot kind of deal. So um, yeah. just they put all the pieces together. And, it, and and I think there's just a lot of those guys, again, super impressed with the difference between the A team and B team that I saw between the two <laughs> shows. Because, I mean, you rarely got by a booth at this at the this show without someone walking over to you in and, and almost, like I said, almost annoying way. Where they were like, "Hey, did you?" I'm like, "Yeah, your buddy just talked to me, man. We're good. We don't use that, you know." Like, but like every like had ten guys in their booth, you know. Like, mm-hmm. "Hey, man, how you doing? Do you, you know?" And it was a lot of it. Like, <laughs> just trying to think of like different, uh, like uh, ve- vehicle tracking companies, <laughs> you know, like a vehicle tracking. I mean, we don't need vehicle tracking, you know. Or like, there are certain things. I guess we have vehicles, but like there were certain things that we don't even have anything any need for it at all but they were you know like just in, insistent about you know getting our our information to send us something i'm like no i don't need you yeah, we just wanted to walk through they have a like a, a new product booth and and it's like all new things for the builder show and we just wanted to walk through and look at it but they wouldn't let you in the booth without scanning your qr code yeah, to get your information right. so it's like and, well, and so you that's, know that's, that's, that's all leads man oh man so <laughs> they I, it, it's just interesting to see like the um the aggressiveness of like the in-person again and like just how it's back to that. Like we're going to talk to people. Like I want you talking to everybody. We're going to, you know, because we yep. do, we get, you know, and the more of the guys doing what, if I were selling a product that was, you know, smaller, I guess putting it in your hand here, hold this for a second. You know, the old school <laughs> traditional sales shit, you know, like it's just, it's crazy. So it's, you know, for people listening and, and I mean, it's, it's gotta be, something I think most people see, but I am telling you this world is shifting back to the way it was in the way of like, you've, you've got to have good quality salespeople and a good quality product. Um, the days of having a, a nice website and just spamming people with shit and then sending out a cheap product is not going to work anymore. 
Yeah. Uh, it well, didn't it work goes, in the past, and to, now it's going back that way. Yeah, it goes back to the basic tenets of marketing. I mean, that's it. Your price and your product and your promotion. I mean, the all of that stuff that's 50, 60 years old in terms of that being written down in a marketing book. But it's true. And that's, I mean, if you think about it, it's boiled down to human behavior. I'm not going to buy junk, but it's got to be at a great price point. Like finding that beautiful balance of all that stuff. You win. Yay. It's it's like, you know, styles come back in, you know, it, everything is cyclical. You know, bell bottoms are back. <laughs> yeah. Now now pink and purple and green toilets are back. I mean, oh, yeah, it's that's all the other thing. cyclical. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we were taking pictures like the full blown like bathroom, all the I mean, the shit we, we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars over time tearing out of 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 houses oh, no, no, we've no, no. bought you you tear them out carefully and then you sell them to people right now that, yeah, or, that's, that's yeah. what i did in the the last few remodels where i had that but there was a time where if yeah. you walked into a house oh. and there was an all pink bathroom you threw it in the garbage like it was like you tore everything yeah, out yeah. right now they're doing pink sink pink toilet pink bathtub again and and that's not funny. even and in a new way because back then there was really just pink, pink? mustard yellow and avocado, avocado green yeah now uh, they're doing all the colors. I mean, it's purple. It it's bright like blue. It's bright red. It's like <laughs> insane. Yeah. But again, guess what? You got to see that in person to really believe it. I mean, it, you can see yeah. it on the, you know, you can see it on the internet and you're like, wow, that's really crazy. It really blows your mind when you walk through a, uh, in-person display and you see a whole kitchen vignette in it and you're like oh my god they're really doing it like this isn't just well, something on the internet yeah uh, so, something that you know looks it's new but it looks old like appliances that right. look like something that you would have seen in the you know the 20s or 30s now you know all the new technology but it looks old it's just cool like that i think though the 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 uh, technology and what you're able to produce where you don't necessarily have to hu produce a huge run of something because all that technology has gotten so good. You can sell a smaller amount of that overall, depending on your production facility. But with the technology and all of those things, I would assume that instead of having to do a run of 500,000 toilets, you could do a run of 50,000 toilets that are custom. Oh, yeah. And by the way, charge twice as much for them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking, we're doing the in-person thing. I was thinking about. I've noticed that uh, with Heather, she's doing more and more. For the last few years, you've done so much uh, virtual with your customers, with your clients, mm -hmm. and I just noticed, like lately, especially, you are constantly meeting to go look at tile again, constantly yep. meeting in person to go over things. Like it was, it that even that's coming back. So on the design side, that's something you're dealing with more now with the clients, even. It's yeah. way more in-person stuff. It's, it's way more in-person. Um, I don't know. It's it's a much better feel, I think, um, going that route. But, yeah, everybody, yeah, just trying to schedule everything around when I can meet with people now and their schedules and my schedule. And, like, we have the a remodel up here in McCall that we're getting ready to start. And, you know, talking with the clients, they're like, oh, my gosh, I got to get up there and get everything mm -hmm. packed up and put away so that you can do this. And, oh, can we meet while you, while we're there to do this and go over this? And, and then just, you're going down I there think to meet with them. It's interesting, office. like the efficiency element of it too, where some stuff is still fine to do virtually, but some stuff you it, it does pay. Like the ROI on being a mm -hmm. person is Pays there. dividends, yeah, totally. Yeah, so, but I, but I think the, I think the beauty of it is 
we honed a pretty good blade with virtual stuff because we had to. That's still a tool in the toolbox. It's not going away, but it's what you're doing is I think you're finding what really does have the best ROI, the best efficiency for what specific goal that you have. So like if you're a, a front-end developer for a website building company, you can do that remotely. If you're a builder that's picking out tile with your client, it really does matter to be able to look at these different tiles in different lights and see them in person and be like, oh, yeah, that does look totally different in person. Yeah. So, yeah. but and, it's it's all part of the same toolbox. But then you look at going back to the drafting company. If if we had not gone virtual, if if you know things hadn't happened in the in the world that caused us to go virtual, um, our our business took off during that oh, yeah. because we right. work with people all over the country, and it made it so much easier because all of these online platforms for meeting became so much better. Right. Oh yeah, and I mean, there's it opened us up to a, a you know a huge market. So yeah, I mean, going the other way, you're right. The drafting company, in a lot of cases, people want to go sit down and meet with their architect or drafts person, right? They're okay. When can we when can we meet and go over these plans? And when that was not an option, then what was the difference? Whether you if you're doing virtual with the guy down the street, what's the difference of going virtual with some people in minute Montana, right, or Idaho, right. or you were North Dakota? Yeah. So, so really it was like, well, yeah, you, you know, we, you were doing that with the local architect anyway. So what's the deal? But the technology um, that came about made it so much easier to happened. do. Right. And yeah. that was the, the need, right. Was before the result. Correct. So that, that's the beauty of the market is that everything's going to evolve based on what the needs are, but like kind of pivot just a little bit, look at, um, at Walmart and their delivery service and their like, I'm ordering all my groceries online and then I'm going to go sit at the parking lot and they're going to come bring me out all my bags. That's still doing great. Like the, the need for that came up. They found a process that worked really, really good. And they found a price point that worked. They found the customer base that, that enjoys that and likes it because it's an efficiency thing. If they if they jack that up by twenty percent, they lose part of that customer base because I don't want to pay an extra twenty percent. It's finding that that happy medium of price point and efficiency. But again, it was the demand that was the precursor to that. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, I think there's definitely going to be things that are going to stay virtual. I mean, I, I mean, I think the overall. You know, the pendulum's not going to swing 100% back the other way, but it's definitely going to swing. It's swinging back the other way. But I, I think there's going to be some real positives to the, the work-from-home thing that are that are super effective. Like I said, the technology of the meeting, you know, Zoom right. and, and, and go to meeting and, and all the different things that, are, um, that came about. But also, uh, you know, some of these places, like there's businesses that, can compete with bigger companies because they don't have to have two floors of office space mm -hmm. in downtown. Right. Right. And they can now just have people work from home and which is way cheaper. Their overhead's better. So they're, over, they're overhead more efficiency. Right. Yep. So, I mean, there's certain things where I think it is going to still play, <clears throat> play in. Um, but I just think you're going to see some of the people that were milking it are going to, are going to, 
not have well, the but ability. that again, that that's part of that process of people figure out how to take advantage and leverage a situation until somebody figures out that they're taking advantage of the situation, right. yeah. and then they go, "Hey, you can't take advantage of this situation anymore," and they're like, "Well, but I want to." Well, sorry, you can go take advantage of a different situation at a different business. I mean, we right. we had that conversation with a gal at our work. She really, really wanted to work from home, and we're like, mm, "No, here's what we're going to do." And if you don't like it, we're really sorry, but maybe we're not the right place for you. And there's yeah. that's hey, that's totally fine. No harm, no foul. That's fine. Yeah. No, agreed. I'm trying to think of anything else. Where uh, I know. Well, I uh, she's gonna see it. oh, I was going to say we did find out that there is a limit to Trevor's voice, and he cannot attend. Uh, three nights in a row of 80s, 90s uh, rock music yeah. and still have a voice. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's brutal. Like each, I figured out, like, I have way more respect now for musicians because I tried, oh, yeah. I tried to just perform for, I'm still fighting, I'm still coughing. You probably hear me <laughs> on and off mic, mm-hmm. clearing my throat and hacking. Um, I still blame this on uh, me trying to be a lead singer of a rock band for three nights in a row. And yeah, I don't know how do they it. do it. I don't know how they do it. Because I literally, by the third day, I was completely gone with my voice. But it was, yeah. yeah, we went to some really cool places and parties and different places where they had, like, uh, cover bands. And uh, Oh, that's cool. Oh, it was just awesome. And they had, like... Uh, yeah, and just to watch, like you know, I mean, it's Vegas. They've got all the best talent, right? They've got crazy, crazy stuff. But like, we had a uh, there's a speakeasy in the Cosmopolitan called the Barbershop, and it actually looks like a barbershop. Looks like you're walking into a barbershop. They even have a lady there acting like she's cutting hair and like standing around the barber <laughs> thing. It's weird. But we go in there, and then they open up a door, and then there's this concert venue, and you're in this like small, you know, or big bar small concert venue big bar and yeah. this band that's is basically cool. they call them a live jukebox and you can go up and you just pick songs on this off your phone uh and and scan this code or whatever and then it comes to your phone then you can pick songs they literally went from playing enter sandman by metallica yes. to uh i kissed a girl by Katy perry and it wow. was in rock version like i mean yes. long hair head banger <laughs> yep and it was like, it took you a minute, and you're like, are they playing I Kissed a Girl? And they're like, yeah, that's Katy Perry. Uh-huh. But, like, just talent. I mean, oh, my God, so good. And uh sounded just like everybody they played. Of course, we're singing, you know, they're playing Bon Jovi and Def Leppard and all this stuff in my wheelhouse. So I was belting it out. <clears throat> go to the go to another place. Same thing, just night after night of going to uh, different venues with, with music, and I, yeah, couldn't do it. <laughs> It was, I could not have podcast last week. It was, no, I would no. have been. These are valuable life lessons that you can only learn by doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you go, you go to these shows and, and it's about, you know, going to the show during the day and going to the meetings and going to classes. And then you have, you know, cocktail hours and, and dinners and then after parties and after the after party parties, like all week long. <laughs> and I think that like we've missed it for so long that we literally tried to go to everything that we possibly yeah, could. We tried too hard. Yeah. A little, uh, little excessive. Mm-hmm. Probably could have. You guys got an award for that? <laughs> the try hard award? Oh, God. Yeah. No. Uh, no, because I think everybody did. I mean, it was, yeah. it was really, realistically, <laughs> we were, yeah, we're not, uh, 
we're not putting ourselves out there ahead of anybody. It was just everybody was doing that. No, and, and 200,000 people at that show, and we still ran into people that we knew every single day, multiple times a day that's walking awesome. around that show. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a big, small world out there, yeah, that's for sure. Is. And Idaho was well represented. It was, uh, it was pretty funny. Everybody, as soon as you tell me, like, where are you from? Idaho. Idaho? That's usually everybody's comment as soon as they say that, so... No, we we had a good good time, and uh, we learned a lot. We brought home some more stuff that that we're looking at adding to our uh, our, our product line for one of our companies, and and then it was it was a great design show for for figuring out you know what's up and coming for for our builds for this next year, and just lots of interesting lots of interesting uh, experiences. Never stop learning. Yeah, no, it's I mean, and you know we'll continue to. Continue to do these, you know, the, the, again, you never, we've been doing this a long time. And we continue to go to shows. We continue to learn new things. I mean, I, the one thing I can't stress enough, get out and travel. Go see these shows. Go get out of your local area and, and see how things are being done in other places and talk to other people. And that's that's a big thing I got out of the meetings I was in with the, the uh, National Association and sitting there and having meetings with people in my position in other states is, you know, I got to be buddies with this guy. Uh, Billy Ray, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I told him I have a podcast. Maybe maybe he'll listen someday. But maybe if you're lucky, he's he's my new Billy Ray. Billy Ray, my, my new spirit animal. This guy was from Mississippi. He uh, did he have a mullet? Nope. Because if he had a mullet, I would. That's mad respect. Nope, nope. But his name is actually Billy Ray, just like Jody Sally. Two names. He has two. Na- he has Billy two names. Ray. Billy Ray. Really? That's his, yep. his, Billy's his first name. He's William Ray. And so everybody that's thinks awesome. his name is Billy Ray because he's from Mississippi. That's just his first name. No, that's my no, whole name, Billy, Billy Ray. Ray. So, anyways, but like just just getting to talk, getting to meet people, and just to hear different things of how they're doing things. I mean, it's a, a world away from us. And he does business actually in South Carolina, and, and just talking about some of the stuff that's going on. And you just don't get that unless you get out and travel and and meet people in person and go to these deals. So, yeah, um, perspective's a good thing, man. That's uh, it's great. So, anyway. I said we'd keep it short tonight, so we're getting late. We we started late tonight. We're I know I just got I got my bedtime reminder on my on my watch. <laughs> Technology, <laughs> you gotta love it. Technology <laughs> for Night old people. Yeah. Technology for old people. We downloaded it's time this, for bed. We downloaded this app that has like these, you know, white noises or whatever you call it at night. And then it like took over my phone and it shuts your phone down and puts it in like sleep mode and and it doesn't notify you when you get text messages and it tells you it's time to start winding down. Like I, I just meant to download it for the white noise, not yeah. for all this other crap that's come along. Yeah, well, it won't let you take. Yeah. Only people on your favorites list even come through to your phone until yeah. the next morning. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but <laughs> I was another thing I just thought of, cause I was kind of giving a heads up for, you know, we've got some, some guests coming up. We're going to get some, some new guests on here that we've been working on. And, um, the, you know, even going to this show in mm-hmm. a where the like a uh, you know VIP customer appreciation cocktail party after the show one night and and uh, again one of those where we're like ah, I don't want to go let's just not go and we go you know what like it's, it's one of our suppliers one of our yep. favorite suppliers Aww. so we're just like dude they treat us right let's go and and we were almost ready to skip out and then we ran into them on on the showroom floor. And they were like, hey, you're going to come to the thing tonight, right? And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll be there. So we went. And it turned out to be awesome. And ironically, I ended up bumping into a guy that is just a 
character and he's in sales and marketing and we're talking and I'm like, God damn it. And Heather meets him separately from me. Because one of the things that we do when we walk into a cocktail party, when we're going to network is Trevor and I don't hang out together. We split up. Like we get in there and then we we're both just working the room. making. We're together all the time. Yes. So (laughs) we're really more than five feet apart from each other. So we, we try to separate when we can. Yeah. But it was funny because Trevor was, I didn't see him talking to this guy and then I'm making my way around and, and this guy's doing the same thing, networking and we start talking and, and he's like, Oh, where are you from? And I'm like McCall. And he goes, how many people are here from McCall? And I'm like, I don't know. My husband's right over there. And he goes, Oh, that explains it. I don't need to talk to you. I already talked to him, <laughs> but he just, he had, uh, just a, he's a, a amazing personality and a lot of ideas. And we stood there for a while talking about podcast stuff and different things. So look forward to having him on the show down the road. Yeah. So he will definitely be a guest on here and, and he had a lot of really cool ideas and, and, uh, some, you know, some different life stories were kind of funny. I was like, God, this guy would be great on the podcast. So, so it just shows you like, we're, we're always looking, we're always meeting people that should be on, you know, be on the podcast, but we're also, also always looking for suggestions. So, um, get on, you know, uh, Havoc Partners uh, on Instagram and, and shoot us a message. That's the best way to get to us um, and let us know what you guys want to want to hear because we're going to keep keep pumping them out. We're back on the horse again. We figured out this technology where even though we're over 100 miles apart, we can yeah. we can still still get our podcast in, which has been kind of hindering us for the last year or so. So uh, we're we're back. Hey, we're back together. Even yeah. with technology. Look at that. See? Oh, warm Dude. fuzzies in my heart. Is everybody getting warm and fuzzy now? Oh, yeah. Thinking of either that or gas. One of the two. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I mean, <laughs> these days, you just never know. Sometimes. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for this evening. Mm-hmm. We're going to start bringing the music in and start fading out. We're getting used to Trevor oh, running yeah. the board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how's that working? Doing good? You Not as good. pretty comfortable. Not as good as you. I'm so. proud of you. Thanks, buddy. Hey, you have a good night. You can go night-night now. Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for night-night. I'm tired. All right. Well, good night, bud. And we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk to everybody on the next episode. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>